From the Carter Subaru Studios, this is the Jack and Spike Show. Welcome back to the Jack and Spike Show. Justice Samuel Alito renews his criticism of the landmark decision for same-sex marriages. Donald Trump has again compared himself to Alexei Navalny. Giga cringe. Wall Street's already placing bets on the Biden-Trump rematch. I say uh, Trump takes a dive. I say he takes a dive. For the money. You said it early, too. First round. For the money. Wow. Round one, he's going down. This story, though, about prosecutors not charging uh, that office, Officer Dave in the death of um, Kate. I always I want to I want to do this woman due, due diligence. I Will you help me with the pronunciation of her name? John V. Candula. Thank you so much. So the fact that they're not being prosecuted, right, that mm-hmm. they've decided that the, basically the statement is is that uh, I have determined that we lack sufficient evidence under Washington state law to prove a criminal case beyond a reasonable doubt. I, okay, I understand the legalese of this. Mm-hmm. What you're telling me is, is that if I am walking down the street and I see a crosswalk and I see a walk sign and it says it's okay to walk, mm-hmm. and then if a cop is going between 35 to 55 miles per hour in a residential zone, hits me, and then kills me that that is not in any way, shape, or form criminal negligence uh, resulting in death or, or harm. Mm-hmm. This is a joke because they don't, they don't, they want to recruit more cops and they don't want to pr- be perceived as a prosecuting office that's going to go after cops. He was going over 70, by the way. Thank you so much, Kate. So this is a trash decision from the prosecuting attorney's office, and I'll be the first person to say it. If a cop messes up and somebody dies, we don't go, whoops, sorry about that. I mean, this is, I mean, they're going to win an unbelievable amount of money in civil court if they take it to civil court, right? Can, can I offer a bad take? Oh, here comes Spike with a bad take. I mean, I, Laura I, I, Scott, I want, I want is this permission a thing? First, okay? should, we, should we check with the live studio audience here about bad takes and whatnot? Here comes Spike with ah. a bad take. Jury's <laughs> in. gonna have a bad take. Everybody loves a bad take. And here comes Spike's. Please, Spike, go two ahead points, and uh, two points tell us like about your bad take. Thank here. you very much, Jack. Brought to you by Bad Decisions. They're not for everybody, <laughs> but I've leaned into them. Brought to you by Shivas Regal. Shivas <laughs> Regal. It's for work. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically, we're not drinking on the job. Yeah. Two things I want to bring up. Um, the officer was responding to an emergency call. I understand. Right? The guy wasn't just trying to make last call at Dunkin' Donuts. I understand. Okay? I understand. Um, the second thing is that you got to give the cops the ability to do their job, mm-hmm. right? The cop is responding to a a call, an emergency call, mm-hmm. and clip somebody. So This isn't clipping somebody. I mean, this is, she was in the middle of the crosswalk. I, 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 mean, under, I understand that. You know what I mean? I understand that. that I understand that. I understand trying to under, I under, trying to see different sides of, of the argument here. From my perspective... If, if okay, so we lack you know sufficient evidence under Washington state law, right? You, you might want to provide a citation there for everybody. Do you know, you might want to say this is the legal precedent that allows. Now, imagine if it was somebody else's kid, or just for like two no, seconds. No, you know I, what I mean? I, no, I'm with you, and I'm and empathetic so, to the family, and I am as well. But I'm just saying that we should not give the state allowances that we do not give ourselves. That's this is very base. This is the disconnect that people have with our relationship to the state. If I can't clip somebody in a crosswalk, then a cop Cups shouldn't are, be able to do well, it because if, they're super busy. Well, that's just super busy. He was in. He was in response to an emergency call. The second point I want to make is: Does the peripheral, the the recorded conversation, mm-hmm. is that tainted jury poll? Is this guy ever able to get a fair trial? 
Well, they're, they're, those are two separate cops. Uh, well, uh, oh, oh, they're two separate cops. Right. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I misunderstood. Yeah. Those are two separate cops. Misunderstood. Right. No, the officer who was recorded... Uh, uh, was referring to the accident itself. Well, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Exactly. So the officer who actually was doing 70 in his own, responding to an offense, uh, to an emergency call... Right. There's no... there's, And they said they didn't have grounds to to convict... They didn't have enough evidence to convict beyond a that, reasonable doubt, and, that, and that's a prosecutorial decision made on a daily basis. Right, but but here's the thing: you give the you give the cops who who killed Manny Ellis, right? They get their day in court. They get to prove their innocence, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. And now you're denying that for the family of that young woman, right? And my estimation: I'm going to read this so cynical, it's not even funny. This is politics 101. The city needs more cops. Yeah, they yeah, got yeah. more funding for cops. The right. mayor's got. I'm. I would. I'd put money down that the conversation around this was: Do we want to be known as the city that prosecutes cops for for hitting somebody Accidents in a crosswalk? The commission of their job. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. my response is: uh, Yes, yes, you do want to be known so that you get good cops. But again, like, and and I like Casey. I think he's a good person. I've talked to him a number of times. I think he's a very smart guy. Right. This to me is a abysmal decision. Okay. What I'm just talking about is our relationship to the state and what it means to be a citizen. I am supposed to, supposed to be protected against these kinds of injustices, right? Yeah, no, I, hear I mean, you. if I it's hear you. if it's a let's say it's a fire truck, right? Yeah, and they run into a school bus full of children. Do we go? Whoops! Looks like we don't have crim. No, you messed up. You did a. You, this is something yeah. that we don't give anybody else. Now you have to pay the consequence, or at least at least allow us to adjudicate it for for what a couple of weeks maybe right, before right. you make the decision on the citizenry's behalf. This is what upsets me to no end about government, and this is what upsets me to no end about the basically the failure of the justice system. And I'm as pro cop as it gets. Right, I, I'll hear you. I, I mean, Spike, is out there. You know this. I've gone to the mat how many times for Ed Troyer? How many times have I talked about that garbage case against Ed Troyer? Right, tons, and not just Ed. All, all law enforcement. All law enforcement. The evidence I'll, is clear. Listen, I'll call it like how I see it, and this is trash, and this is hot garbage, and I have no patience for it whatsoever. We didn't get to any of this stuff that I wanted to get to. <laughs> I but- know. <laughs> We we have we have a couple hours almost almost two full hours of show. If we can get to it, we'll get to it. Let's I'm just if I'm full of outrage right now and I'm full of disdain for yeah. the criminal justice. system. I appreciate you wear your heart on what your sleeve. What does the text message say? Yeah, four two five says I'm a truck driver. If I'd done this, I'd be in prison. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. I mean, think about it for like two. This is like like I I like to give cops a lot of leeway. I understand they have the most difficult job out there. You're going seventy in a residential. He thought he was tra- was he was responding to an emergency call. Thought it could be a life saving time to get there. Yeah, but like I'll three every time there's an emergency response, every cop is like code three, and they all you know what I mean. Like I okay. live on I live on East Lake. Every you time see a lot see a lot of the fast and furious. Every single night they're going yeah. down because they've got something they got to get. They're all supposed to respond to these calls, right? And if, if you know for whatever reason, if, if I understand it was dark, I understand that she had her earbuds in. Right. I understand all the complexities of the case. Doesn't make any difference to me. Still have a day in court. Should still have a day in court for us to at least, I don't know, talk about it and discuss it openly rather than just saying, well, what do you want to do? What legal is is there a citation in the statement that Casey's making here? Is there a legal precedent that he's citing here that says cops can hit you in a crosswalk if they're super busy? Don't know. Let's look into this. This is what I'm saying is that if you don't treat people with the amount of intelligence that they're owed, they get mad and resentful. If there's a if there's a precedent if there's a precedent here from I don't know the 90s, fine. Show me that case and I'll go. Oh, okay, that was the determination there. Now I can see how you made this decision. If it's we don't feel like we can do it, that's trash. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, they, they, that wasn't a decision made lightly, I'm sure. 
I'm sure they weighed factors in like earbuds, like dark, like uh, responding to an emergency. Uh, was, I think it was politics. Well, I appreciate your yes, appreciate your speaking your heart, buddy. Thank you so much. Speaking of people speaking from the heart, Heather Bosch in the studio. Heather, we don't have walk on music for you. I'll take cheering. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I, I'm good with that. So there is a story about DoorDash that so many people are talking about. I heard G and Ursula talking about it. I heard G give an impassioned take on it. I heard Chef give an impassioned take on it. Uh, and then uh, it was fantastic radio that they did. And now we shall be giving our hot takes on this very same issue. So, Heather, do you want to break it down for us? What's going on? Yeah, basically this is about Seattle's new minimum wage for app-based delivery drivers and DoorDash says it's costing businesses $1 million in just two weeks. Now, I talked with the co-owner of the Indian Street Food Restaurant, Spice Walla, who tells me they are losing business. If we compare this January to January 2023, we've seen a decline of 30% in our business on the third-party delivery app. Utim Makarji tells me his restaurants are no longer turning a profit, and he blames the $5 fee that app companies like Uber Eats and DoorDash have added to deliveries in Seattle because the wages of these delivery Delivery drivers have been boosted by law. Anna Powell is with DoorDash and she's defending their new fee. Just like with any other business, when you see the cost of business going up, you know, you have to do something to kind of adjust for adjust for that cost increase. She says the Seattle law requires app-based drivers to make more than 26 bucks an hour. This is not about, about paying just the minimum wage. This is about paying well above that. But app-based delivery driver Kimberly Wolf is not buying this. Oh, the, the customers, you know, we had to pass it on to them, but now we're losing customers. Oh, woe is me. It's all a bunch of BS. Wolf helped develop Seattle's new law, and she argues... These app companies have been making money off us for years. You know, we're their fleet that they don't pay for. She insists it's rare for a driver to actually make $26 an hour. She says they only get paid from the time they accept an offer until the time they deliver it, which is usually less than an hour. And supporters say, hey, Seattle's new law, uh, they say app services have the money for it. Yahoo Finance reported DoorDash revenue increased in the fourth quarter last year by 27% year over year to $2.3 billion dollars. Swalla survives on a much slimmer margin. If we do not see an increase from in sales uh, in February itself, we I don't know if we'll be able to sustain ourselves. Powell says DoorDash is happy to sit down with city leaders, though, to talk about modifying the law or repealing it. And that, Wolf says, is the point to all this. They're doing this on purpose. She claims. For these companies is to make sure that this law does not get propagated to other cities, other states any of that. According to Wolf, the app-based delivery companies have an end game that is far outside of Seattle's delivery area. So thank you so much for that, Heather. I appreciate it. This is something that I refer to as crapitalism or uh, shareholder capitalism, which is maybe the worst kind. Are you familiar with this, Spike? Should we do a little bit of the old political political theory? All I know is I need a burger. I don't care what it costs (laughs) to get here. I'm at the consumer end of this. Shareholder capitalism, venture capitalism. Why is it garbage? Why is it trash? Well, it's it's a really interesting kind of... Go away, Mozart. There's this really interesting thing that happens with these these tech companies. They start out with an idea, and they need capital. They need money because Mm -hmm. they have to grow. They have to expand, right? So they start having people invest into that company. Got say, that. I'll give you a million bucks. I'll give you two million bucks or whatever for a certain amount of shares, whatever it is. And then over time, as the company grows and grows and grows and grows, and they're exploiting workers, that person's share increases, and then eventually they cash out. 
And then the company has to make up all that money that they're now paying back to that shareholder. Right. Right? Makes sense. So this is how DoorDash can make record profits and then also say, but we're broke, right? Because they owe, in heavy quotation marks, all this money. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. It's like how the post office is always broke because they have to pay into a pension fund 50 years in advance. Exactly. Post office makes fine money. This company makes fine money, but they're paying off investors. So what they're doing when they say, like, well, the cost of business goes up, the cost of uh, the, the fees go up. That's a lie. What they're actually saying is the cost of business goes up and we still have to pay for things. And so we have to continue to pay off all these people. Right. That's a bold faced lie. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to say that we should have slavery in the United States and it should be paid out only in the time in which you physically pick up the object and then you drop it off. I understand gig economy arguments. Right. I get it wholeheartedly. This is a, a gross vestige of capitalism, which is like a weird Frankensteinian, you know what I mean, Mary yeah, yeah, Shelley. Yeah. It's not really a business. It's a ghost business and a Ponzi scheme. I say that as an opinion, not a statement of fact for legal reasons, so that we can have literal slaves who are trying to drive around and make basically nothing doing the same amount of labor as other people in the same position who are also delivery drivers. And yes, they are entitled to a minimum wage. And as far as the, <laughs> the, the app companies are concerned, we don't care who pays as long as it's not us. The business, exactly. If, yeah. the, if the restaurant is, is working at a no profit margin trying yeah. to get, or the driver's working for sub poverty wages, right. they don't care as long as they get their stockholders fed. Uh, Heather, we got this really cool text. Can I read this text? This is from CC in the 206. Yes. It says, I've already texted multiple times about this stupid city law to guarantee minimum wage pay, but I want to point out that I turned on Uber Eats for an hour around Ballard last night from 6 to 7 and I never got an offer. Ballard used to be an extremely busy during breakfast and dinners before the new law. I had it on for an hour this morning. I never got an offer. Overall, yesterday I had it on for six hours while doing my other career job and I had a total of four offers in Seattle for a total of $37. Luckily, I'm doing my normal courier job also, but at the same time before this law came into place, I could easily make $100 per day minimum while doing this on top of my... I understand that argumentation. Yeah. If you set aside that time to do labor, you should be guaranteed a wage for that time. This person is making my argument unintuitively. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. If, that's, that's, I'm, not, I'm not a math major with 37 bucks, six hours. So, right. Six bucks an hour is nothing. I'm not going to shill for megacorps so that you can make $6 an hour because you used to make $100 an hour. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, what you're basically asking me to do is let's go to the king and get down on our hands and knees and say, please, sir, can we have some more while he's eating turkey legs? Right. You know you're, what I mean? waiting for crumbs. And he's got his G6 all gassed up. And he's, all, sorry, sorry, cost of business is going up. You know, I mean, it's like I don't our relationship to capitalism has become so distorted and so gross that everybody just sits around like they're temporarily embarrassed millionaires while we're all just please. Can I have some scraps? Can I please yeah. make six dollars an hour being a literal slave as a capitalist? This is wrong. And I empathize with CC. But the, the that argument that you are making is an argument on behalf of greedy megacorps that don't care about you, which is why they got into the gig business, so they wouldn't have to pay an hourly wage because, you know, treating people decently costs money. So, Jack, what I thought was really interesting, too, was Wolf's argument that she believes DoorDash is doing this on purpose. They are. They're doing it on purpose because they don't want this idea of paying workers more to spread to other cities. We're a test market. 
Right. Yeah, she absolutely believes that. Yeah, and I believe that as well because they these kind of companies, the only reason they're profitable is because they exploit the the independent contractor loophole. Now, I have worked as an independent contractor. I know what it takes to work as an independent contractor. That is a different set of criteria. There's a contract. There's terms that are drawn up. I don't it, when I well, edit, you can't just turn on your app when you, right. when you decide to work. When yeah. I edit video for people, it that my time doesn't start when I fire up Final Cut Pro and start. Edit. My time starts from the second I sit down at that desk at noon to the time the video is finished, regardless of how many times I get up to eat tangerines or whatever right. it is. Do you know what I mean? I hear you. And this is an injustice that uh, uh, we have allowed to be perpetrated on ourselves because people are desperate to make any kind of income. And so they'll say, please, just leave us alone as long as we can have our $6 an hour, right? Well, we so. had the story last hour about it. People feel the economy is rigged yeah. for the super rich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just another example of that. That's what I'm saying. In every Two, aspect. 253, I'm a full-time gig delivery driver. The drop-off for orders and Uber and DoorDash is happening across the country. Laura, you had this, yeah? You yeah, I tried to order DoorDash, uh, or Postmates is what I should say, which I guess is Uber One now. Um, last night and, uh, I, it was so expensive. I, it, the, so I, I ordered, I tried to order $33 worth of sushi and then, which was, I, I know like spendy, right? <laughs> On your salary. Let's well. reject. No. <laughs> I know. And then I went to check out and the order total was $56. <laughs> Did you actually order it? No, absolutely not. And right. I live, I live walking distance from the place, like a 15 minute walk from the sushi place. So I... I, I was like, I'm gonna, just going to go pick it up. That's That's fine. a dollar a minute walking if you that's do pretty that. Good, that's, that's pretty good lift. Yeah. That's a pretty good. And so yeah. what I did is I looked up the website of the, of the actual place, and they had a really sweet message that said, uh, if you order directly from our website, we'll throw in a free appetizer for you because we really appreciate wow. not having to pay. Through the, the services. The, through the yeah, services, yeah. yeah. Um, so I got a free thing of miso soup, and I paid exactly 33 Plus tip. You know, I love when people say, let the market settle this out. I mean, if Laura and other customers like her decide, I'm just going to skip the service. And if the drivers say, I can't do it for six bucks an hour, we're leaving the business, then then the the app companies are going to have to make some concessions or they won't be in business anymore. Yeah. Wouldn't that be the market sorting out the problem? Right. And, and uh, Heather, I really appreciate you taking the time to point all this out in your very wonderful reporting on this. Heather Bosch. Can we read this over at My Northwest if people want to read the Absolutely. Fine? We've got links. We've got a big write-up. It's right there for you. Is there a link to the menu? Because I'm starving. You're right. I know, right? <laughs> I'll work on that. Thank you. Thank you so much, Heather Bosch. We'll take a really quick break. When we get back, there's a Ferndale woman who's been accused of attempting to bribe a deputy with drugs. Now, I know, I know this might come as a surprise to some people. But I used to be a drug addict. What? <laughs> Give me a try. So, so we shall be discussing interacting with the police, okay. drugs, and should it be legal to try to bribe the police? Oh, okay, that's not should where the you're going. All right, let's, let's find we'll out. We'll talk about it when we get back right after this. I look like I'm 80 years old. Or based. You, boy, what day is it? Well, it's election day, sir. <laughs> you don't look a day over 70, I love how Justin makes these for us. So, <laughs> a Ferndale woman is accused of attempting to bribe a Whatcom County Sheriff's Officer deputy with drugs and threatening deputies after being detained. This is a fun little segment we like to do every day, 135. We call it cringe or based, meaning... Does something make you feel cringe, like, or based? Ah, so 
my decree on this is that this this woman who is clearly under the influence, mm-hmm. all right, so she's she knows that she this, things are going bad for her. She decides that she's going to offer the deputies drugs in exchange for her release. I'm going to say that's cringe, but I'm also going to say that it's based. Ooh, at the same time. Please explain that. Because I, I've been rolling this around in my brain for quite some time. Okay. Let's just think about this for like two seconds. And I know this is going to sound shocking, but let's just think about this for like two seconds. If I, let's say I run a red light. Mm-hmm. Cop pulls me up, whoop, 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 and I pull over. Excuse me, sir, you just ran a red light. It, should it be illegal for me to give him a hundred bucks and say, sorry about that, boss? Should that be illegal? Yes. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> why? Think about it. Think about it. Why? Why though? Why? Tell me why. Because the he should be held to a standard where um, enforcement of the law isn't a decision he gets to make. There are rules right. in place. Right. I agree. But I just ran a red light. hundred bucks. Okay. That's the cost, right? That's just the cost of doing business. Mm, give him, so, so, him a hundred bucks. Yeah. And here, but here's the thing. What if he had to put it into the officer's fund? For injured officers or for wayward who's, children. Who's tracking the cash? We are as people, right? It's we an honor as we, there's a, it's an honor system. Have some honor. Yeah, it's an honor system. Please, <laughs> the please, bribery please. system is an Laura, honor system. These are, okay, fu- sorry, I'm sorry for assuming Laura, that the bribery are, system would be an honor. Officers okay. of the law, <laughs> okay. we can trust them. Please don't diminish the they fine took women. An oath. They took an oath. <laughs> right. They're not taking. I'm just saying that, and here's why. Uh, my cousin drives around with the that 1199 foundation thing around his license plate. You know okay. what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's a lifetime donor to the 1199 foundation. And that's one, a police uh, support That's group. for when officers are killed in the line right, of duty. Right. That's a fund that goes to their kids and their wives or right. their husbands, right? He's a lifetime donor. He's got the thing around his license plate. He's got the sticker. He never gets tickets. That's technically bribery, okay? Let's just think about it for like two seconds, Oh, I right? know I hear. I've got friends with the LEM, Law Enforcement Memorial Tag. Exactly It's like a get out of red light free point. card. Right. Yep. So all I'm saying is, is how many people out there donate money all, uh, to a worthwhile cause that I donate to myself, only I don't have a car, and it looks weird when I walk around with the license plate frame taped <laughs> to my back. Point being, I donate money to this organization. Uh-huh. Why? Who's to say... That if I get pulled over and I open my wallet and he sees my little donate, hey, thanks so much for donating, that we don't consider that a bribe. Right. But let us just say it's a little bit of old Benjamin Franklin who's saying the 1199 Foundation could use a little bit more sugar in the cupboard, as they like to say. Yeah, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I do. And think about how much money you're saving by not taxing the judicial system Mm -hmm. with a court date. Or think about how many trees you're saving by not having to write a ticket, a paper ticket. Think about how much time you're saving by not backlogging the system. You don't have to show up to court. It goes to a worthwhile cause. And all I and all it is is running a red light or a stop sign or speeding a little bit. Mm -hmm. Let us. But then let's change this around a little bit. If I'm high out of my mind, there's no getting out of that. There's not there's no amount of money that will possibly get me out of that. Right. But if I jaywalk in places where it's illegal to jaywalk, shouldn't I not be given a pass if I slip a little bench, if I put a little sugar in the old Dixie cup, right. as we let's, used to let's say. Let's settle this right here, officer. Right here now. Let's not bother anybody let's else. Not let's, bother let's, any- let's just close the books on this. Right. There's a number. There's a number. Right, right. And the number for jaywalking mm-hmm. is a little, uh, it's a little Benjamin Franklin. And then you go about your, your business. And that way, everybody will walk around with a couple of bennies in their pocket. Yeah, and if yeah. you get into a little, like Spike, no offense to you, you're a fantastic driver. When you and I were driving this weekend, you mm-hmm. probably committed no less than a dozen traffic offenses. Is that mm-hmm. fair to say? 
Yeah, I'll go. I was going to say under ten, but I'll, I'll give you those. You're a fantastic driver. Spike is a great driver. I mean, he's got spatial awareness like you would not believe. The man drives like he's a, a Dom Torito from Fast and the Furious, right? <laughs> well, I drive like I'm delivering DoorDash. Right, you drive I'm like being paid by the minute. I mean, when we went through that red light and you mm-hmm. said it was green out loud, yeah, I thought, yeah. I, I mean, I guess it was. Shouting to the angels <laughs> right. and, and the dash cam. Now let's just say that we get pulled over. Whoop whoop whoop! We got pulled over. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, Jack and Spike from the Jack and Spike show! I can't give you guys a ticket. Right? Is that a bribe? Is it? If we invite that officer on the show for funsies, I don't think so. All I'm saying is, man, is that we already do bribe police officers (laughs) to a certain or lesser extent. And in some ways, we're okay with it. And in other ways, we're not okay with it. And all I'm saying is, let's just be a little bit more consistent. Okay. Laura, you're cringing so deeply at the text line. What are they saying? (laughs) Brian in Bellevue says, it should only be illegal for the cop to take the money, not for the person to offer it. Yes. Mm. I think that's interesting. So there's no such thing as attempted bribery. Right. Exactly. Mind. Exactly. Right? It, it's, it didn't work. Or even, you know, like, right. you know how the guys from this from the Salvation Army, they ring the bell and they got yeah. the bucket where you put the money in. Yeah. What if the cop just walked up with a bucket and it's and it goes to it's a locked case uh-huh. and all the money goes to oh, I like this. Right. Yeah, sure. It all goes to charity. Laura, why do you look uncomfortable with this topic? With this bribery topic? Yeah. <laughs> this, so, yeah. Do you want to fight this in court? you want to take a chance in court? Do you want to just settle it out right here and now, put it in the bucket, we'll call it a day? We'll call it a day. What, does this make yeah. you uncomfortable, this topic? Does this, does this, because your, your shoulders are up. Right, you're mm-hmm. you're 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 tensing. What's going on, Laura? What what is troubling you with this? Okay, topic? so what about someone who can't afford the bribe? Right? Are you not creating like a tiered system where someone who just happens to have a Benjamin in their wallet can it could pay be their way out of it? <laughs> <laughs> We're already in two tiered systems. This is true. Okay, yeah. but okay, let's say that for some people, it's a it's a Jefferson. Who's on the twenty dollar bill? Jackson? Jackson. I think, I don't know. Lisa. Right. I can't believe no, I only have a Washington. Right. Hold on. It's a Washington. It's well, a I've got Lincoln. five Washingtons, and right. I got a it's couple. It's a Hamilton's on the deuce. I got, a, no ten. I got a Kennedy in here, and I got a couple of Lincolns. If that, Kennedy's not on anything. He's a dime. And exactly. That was, yeah. that was you have to open your, your wallet carefully so they don't see if you have more. Yes. This is the trick I've learned Ow. at uh, flea markets. <laughs> right. Oh, no. I only have a five. <laughs> oh, no. I only have a five. I'm just saying that... It, there, there's certain ways that we bribe and everyone's yep. fine with it. Right. Some, other, some are just actually celebrated. And some are celebrated yep, yep. and in other ways, not so much. Like you were this poor woman going to jail. And this poor woman, unfor- well, no, good for her for going to jail because she seems like she needs to go. She needs to find Good G- for her. She, yeah. <laughs> she's finally going to get the help she needs. Well, okay. So she was arrested on suspicion of felony harassment, bribery, violating a no contact order for domestic violence and driving with a suspended license. She needs, yeah, jail and you got to find Jesus. And then <laughs> You know what I mean, Laura? I yeah, and then we'll talk. Then we'll talk. There's no bribing your way out of that. No stupid questions. 888-973-5476 is the Muckleshoot Casino Resort text line. This is the portion of the show where you can say, hey, you guys, what about this story? What about this question? I am curious about this. What about this? Any question you want, we it's answer offering it. my soul to Jesus as a form of bribery, <laughs> says the 425. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it when we get back right after this. There are no stupid questions. There are only stupid answers. Ah, uh, yes. No stupid questions. We answer any question you like. 888 973 
Are you going to buy the Trump gold shoes? We made a video about this yesterday that shall be posted on our YouTube channel at 3, where we talk about it at great length. The YouTube channel is The Jack and Spike Show, where you can find all of our digital exclusive content and our favorite segments from the show. Yeah? Just text soup to soup. our text line, 888-973-5476. Soup. We'll send you a link right to the channel. It's because we all like soup. Uh, Goose says, wait, Laura is less than 60 inches tall. What, Laura? You're <laughs> are you, you're less than five feet tall? Allegedly. No. Allegedly. No, you're not. <laughs> I you? do. He asked if I have a little stool under the desk. I do. Okay. Yeah, we all have desk. little stools under the desk. <laughs> so uh, he also says, where's my Overwatch invite? I solo queue in Overwatch. There's also a guy who's been, he comments on, on Twitter a lot, and, he, and I always feel bad because I answer it, but I don't think he ever gets my answers. He always says, who's your Overwatch main? Who's your main character in okay. Overwatch? Spike is so bored, but I'm so no, sorry, No, no, I, I'm, I'm trying to become interested in the things yeah, you're interested yeah, in. I don't need you to... a good couple. Yeah, but, Spike and I are both trying. I, no, I don't need you to, to be care. interested in Overwatch. <laughs> okay, for, cool. It's, it's like, it's, this is my thing about my, my video game habits. Okay, the only re I I have a love-hate relationship with that game, Overwatch. Okay, okay? and here's why. Let's talk deep about that. It, why is this... <laughs> okay. This love-hate relationship. So this is what I do when I get off of work. Are you guys ready for this? This is what happens. We do our digital... We sign off on the show. Hey, here's your quote of the day, everybody. And then... I shouldn't we, we walk downstairs. We do the digital exclusive content. And then I yell at you guys afterwards. And I say, you're both fired. And then I storm out of the building. Okay? And then I walk back to my apartment raining outside and I go to my very expensive apartment where I'm surrounded by all my expensive things and I open the door no cats to greet me nope. no children no wife so I say to myself well I guess I'll put on my yoga clothes because they're much more comfortable than looking fresh to death on a daily basis so I put on my yoga clothes and then I start cooking make myself a little chicken make myself a little skirt steak gotta do the little kale veggies got some eggs in there some kimchi Usually have dinner by around five o'clock in the afternoon. Sometimes okay. as late as five thirty if I'm feeling dangerous. Rebel. Then all of a sudden it's five thirty. I don't go to bed for another five and a half hours. What am I to do with all this free time that I have? Well, I could be dating. That would be nice. Oh wait, I'm thirty six. That's an impossibility in Seattle. I could have a dating app, but for some reason, Joseph, every single weekend, I try to get Slow Joe over from the John and Curly show to take pictures of me for the dating apps. He's always busy every weekend because he has because he's got yep, friends yep, and yep. he's got a wife. So now I'm just reminded about how miserable I am. So then I sit down on my couch and I either waste an hour of my life reading legal briefings that I don't want to read or medical information that I don't want to read. And then whoops, it's 645. What am I going to do with the rest of my evening? Looks like I'm going to be playing a little bit of the old Overwatch. Pick up the controller, throw the controller, turn off the PlayStation, turn it back on. It's a miserable existence, Mr. O'Neill. <laughs> I feel for you, It's man. a miserable existence. <laughs> oh, I'm playing, I'm 36 years old. I am playing against 11 and 12-year-olds who are hopped up on Adderall and Red Bulls and teenage angst. And they are just dominating, and you know what I'm saying. Really? They are just elite players in this game, and I'm just getting destroyed and destroyed. And I just think to myself, why do I waste my life with this? But that's why I got that bass, and that's why I got that other guitar 
It's because now I've started composing. Funnel those energies in. Okay. Started composing yeah. music to try to break up the monotony of the old news world. Can you maybe make a, like a theme music for the game so you can make a little profit margin? You know what I'm saying? You'll... 206 says, I thought you got rid of Twitter. I did get rid of Twitter. I no longer have Twitter. Did you reference Where's Twitter? Where's the applause? Play the applause oh, sorry. Button. I thank you. That, it's not having a button, Lori. It's a live studio audience. <laughs> point, you got to point to them, though. They don't know. Point to them. They don't know. Uh, <laughs> sorry, the button that signals the sign that tells the people to applaud is what I was referring. Yeah, to. Yeah, thank you, yeah. thank you so much, Laura. So the, I did get rid of. Did I mention that I have Twitter? I don't think I mentioned that I had Twitter. I I got rid of Twitter. I no longer have Twitter. I I just can't. The racism, the sexism, the and when I say racism, Spike, I'm talking about. The like anti-black racism, mm-hmm. anti-Hispanic, anti-Chinese, but also there's anti in general anti-white racism mm-hmm, that's there. Sure. After a period of time, I just thinking to myself, I like people. Yeah, <laughs> I like human beings. I I love people in general, and when I have to be in that just rat's nest of people who just hate each other, I think to myself, you know, I want to like people, right? Especially people that I haven't met. And so it gets to a point where, like, I have a version in my mind of a local reporter. I don't know the guy personally. On Twitter, I think he's a garbage human being. I want to like him. Sure. But in order... Who could it be? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) At that point, Overwatch is a healthy alternative. Right. Exactly. Exactly my point. So I don't want to have parasocial relationships with people because of their hot takes. You know what I mean? I I hear you. So that's that's my thought about it. And you know, the the best feeling about it is that that now when people say to me like, oh, did you see so-and-so's hot take? I go, nope. 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 Living a good life without it. What are Mr. Sunshine's credentials, if any? Mr. Sunshine is uh, one of God's own angels, and he's a radio guy who's been fired from more radio stations than I have fingers, I guess. Gotcha. Right? Those are his credentials. We'll take a really quick break. When we get back, Samuel Alito renews criticism of a landmark ruling on same-sex marriage. Even if you're against same-sex marriage, this is a garbage argument, and you're gonna when you hear this, you're going to go, Wow. I don't agree with gay marriage, but that argument is trash. On top of all of that, strippers are looking for more rights in Washington. An endangered hawk is going to topple plans for Washington's largest wind farm. Yes, great. Wind farms are bad. We'll explain (laughs) why when we get back right after this.